When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Hunter Dickinson, from all Illini fans to you, sit the hell down. Take a seat. It's over. You can't beat Illinois. You talk all this crap about Illinois fans. You talk about Illinois. Sit down. Never talk about Illinois again. Never, ever talk about Illinois fans because you are a big flopper. You have... A weak way to make your post moves should be an offensive foul every single time he touches the ball. So Hunter Dickinson, on behalf of all Illinois fans, suck it. Illinois gets the win, 91-287 over the Michigan Wolverines tonight in double overtime. We got two extra quarters of basketball, free basketball that we all love. Illinois gets the win. Um... Mayer leads all scores for Illinois with 24 points. Shannon, 21 points. I will not call him by the wrong name ever again. I don't know why I call him by the wrong name. Terrence Shannon, I always get it mixed up. Don't know why. Terrence Shannon, second lean scorer for Illinois. Behind Mayer with 21 points. Then after that, Melendez comes in, scores 12 points. Rodgers off the bench with 14 points. Coleman Hawkins with 6 points, but he had the big job of guarding Hunter, the flopper, Dickinson. Illinois gets the win over Michigan. It's a great time to be an Illinois fan. Muck fish again because I can't curse all the time on this. We all hate Michigan. It was a great effort. Great effort. There's always times that Illinois is going to look like they're dead in the water. Looks like they don't have effort. Does it look like they just stand around? This game, though, it's become this game has slowly become a rivalry game for sure. They do not like each other. For sure, Illinois does not like Michigan because they, they've had battles. They've had guys say things to each other on social media. They've had things said publicly. And so this one was a little bit personal. Now, even though Hunter. Dickinson on his podcast will probably say something. He did have 31 points. He had 13 defensive rebounds, 16 rebounds overall. He was 14 of 21. One good thing for Illinois about this game 
RJ Melendez is playing better. Ever since that moment, I believe he airballed a shot, missed a couple layups. He's played a lot better. He was three or six shooting, one for one from the three-point line, five for five on free throws with his 12 points. I think that was it is a big spark for Illinois, especially when Illinois does not have Jordan Epps. He ended up with a concussion, ended up going to, I think, not the, just the doctor, the hospital for concussion from practice. Um, it was good that they said he was going to be fine. He just had a concussion. He's got this concussion protocol. So Illinois being shorthanded, coming in, hosting Michigan, great win. Um, just getting good minutes out of these guys. Um, the minute total, Coleman Hawkins plays 49 minutes, which is a ton. But Danger, you know, you think he would be the one guarding Hunter Dickinson, but I have to give credit. Hunter Dickinson does do some good things. And so Danger was just struggling with guarding him. He only played 17 minutes. But Danger just, when he plays against another guy that has some post moves or play against a guy that can pull him out of the paint a little bit and get by him, he struggles a little bit. So that's why Coleman Hawkins had to play the 49 minutes. And I'm not saying Coach Underwood was okay with this, but he was okay with having Coleman Hawkins guard Dickinson because if Coleman Hawkins can stop him a couple times, they can get him to miss, they can come down and score. And if Hawkins can spend a lot of his time and energy guarding him, making Michigan work for shots, they're going to do it. Danger matches up better with him size-wise, but it's not the same and, you know, Danger's post moves are there, but when you play against another big guy just like that, it just it's hard for him to score. Um, Mayer struggled shooting the ball a little bit, 8 of 20, but he had a couple big shots later on down the stretch. He played 39 minutes. Melendez played 32 minutes. Um, Terrence Shannon played 44 minutes, so they got some big-time minutes out of these guys. Ty Rogers off the bench with 33 minutes is a ton, and I know it's because this went into overtime, so this is adding more minutes. But Rodgers is fully coming on. He was this defensive guy, this rebounding guy that's going to do the dirty work and then comes in and shoots 6 of 9 from the field. Um, overall in free throws, we were 26 of 34, 76.5%. He comes in to score 14 points, does all the dirty work. If he can slowly figure out to be more confident on offense, he is going to do a lot of great things. So Illinois was just getting things left and right. It was a close game. Michigan was just on this high. It's not a great Michigan team, but... They were playing with some confidence. They were playing. They were predicted to be the last four out of the tournament, and I think they knew that. So they were coming in to have this confidence of we can beat Illinois. Maybe we get into the into the tournament. You know, they had that big win over Wisconsin. So they they were riding a high. It's not a great Michigan team, but it is a team that is scrappy. I have to give them that, even though I cannot stand Michigan basketball. I cannot stand Juwan Howard now. I cannot stand the players on there. Hunter Dickinson is the, as a flopper. He and LeBron James can go hang out and do whatever they need to do as they figure out how to flop. Um, but I will say an overall game for Illinois, ultimately this was effort. Effort was there for Michi- or Illinois over Michigan. That is what saves them. As a coach, always telling players, especially in basketball, Energy, effort, and rebounding will help you win basketball games. And so when Illinois is giving effort and they decide to go rebound and they decide that they are going to get downhill and attack the rim. We talk about Illinois shooting a lot of threes. They took 18 threes. There have been games they have taken 23s, over 23s, before halftime. So when Illinois made the decision that, okay, We are going to get downhill. We're going to come off the screens. We're going to keep doing our dribble handoffs. We're going to do the chin cut screen, get downhill, get to the lane, 
good things can happen. I've said that. We keep settling for these threes unless they are hot. If Bayer's hot, let them go. But we like to settle for these threes. They decided to be tough and go right after Michigan, get downhill, play tough defense, have this high energy and effort, have 45 rebounds, which is a ton of rebounds. Um, when they decide to do that, Illinois is a very good team. And when you do it shorthanded, just means the world. And when you're doing it with guys that normally don't do things, you know, you're looking for danger to do something against another guy with a big with a big guy. When those things happen, Illinois is a great team. And we've said it from the get-go. And then if they can put together them getting downhill, driving to the lane, and the shooting on top of it, they can make some noise in the Big Ten tournament. They can make some noise into the NCAA tournament as well because this is a very tall, lengthy Illinois team. This is a team that can shoot and they can drive. They just It's always a different game. Sometimes it's tail to have. Sometimes it's just they decide they're going to settle for all these threes. And that's not always what they need to do. But if Illinois decides to do that, they are could be a very, very dangerous team. Now, the big thing that people are talking about is the refs. We kind of have to stop. I'm going to keep complaining about the refs, but I think this is just what it is. There's a ref shortage in high school sports. I guarantee there's a ref shortage if they looked at the numbers in college sports because who wants to go and get yelled at by people like me, people that might be listening to this or watching, why would they want to go get yelled at by anything like that? Now, they get paid good enough money. They make more money than we do, but at the same time, this is just what it is. Now, they had a lot of bad calls or a lot of those goaltending calls that was bad. That block by Coleman Hawkins was a block. Um, you know, different things like that. And one thing with Hunter Dickinson that I wonder if anybody that listens or watches saw this, I hate the inconsistency and the changes of certain calls. When you're guarding a guy in the post, you cannot put your forearm on them. You can't extend an arm out and all this other stuff. It has to be like chest. Um, in college, I think you can get away with a little bit more of the forearm. But when Hunter, Hunter Dickinson gets the ball, he immediately gets the ball, and when he starts dribbling, he takes his arm and is like pushing on it like he's a three-year-old or in third grade, like trying to push, like, get off me, get off me, and extending this arm. To me, that's exactly the same if I was guarding a guy in the post and put him arm on him. If he's going to do that to me, I'm going to do it to him. And you saw him do it to Coleman Hawkins over and over and over, and then you saw the flop by Hunter Dickinson, like, He's a fake, tough guy, but I hate how we do this extension and the refs don't call it. They don't call it. They're looking for a hook. They're looking for banging. But when a guy on defense can't even put their hand on a guy, but he can do that, it's ridiculous that he can get away with that. But that just proves how soft Hunter Dickinson actually is, and he loves to just talk, talk, talk about things that he has no understanding about or just talk about things because he is, well... Yeah, we're, we're going to leave it at that. But the refs were inconsistent with their calls. That's just what it is. That's Big Ten refing. That it's terrible, and we got to get used to it. And we just it is what it is. It is what it is, and we cannot control it. But it is getting bad. And so the Big Ten, NCAA, or whoever has to sit down and say, okay, we have to figure out this ref problem. But again. Nobody's going to do it. Nobody wants to do it. Do you want to do it? I would think about if they wanted to pay me a couple hundred thousand dollars. But if they're doing it for 50 grand, 40 grand, is it worth it? No. Um, but Hunter Dickinson, you've got to figure out your post moves. You can't be like a fifth fifth grader. And when you're dribbling, pushing, and extending the guy to get off of you, that's like, see, I compare it to when you're 
getting full court press down the court. We're dribbling and you use this arm to get the guy off. Yeah, you can have your arm out, but you can't push on him. But that's that's just me thinking about how that guy was getting away with all those calls. Um, one of the other things that has irked me this week from an Illinois fan perspective is people just love, 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 love to continue to talk about Coach Brad Underwood. I don't know why, because I guess maybe the head coach takes the blame, I guess. I don't know. But there's people out there that have podcasts, and they're all dedicated to Illinois. Mine is dedicated to everything of Illinois, Chicago Bears. I will talk to anybody. We have the Geek Corner thing with Logan where we talk mainly Marvel. It'd be nice if I brought in my horizons with movies. And then I also talk to coaches all over the country. I've been able to talk to college football coaches and high school coaches. But podcasts out there that dedicate just to Illinois, they literally will put – I saw a post put up. What's your faith in Brad Underwood? Because we lose to Ohio State 72-60 to a couple days ago. And immediately it goes to – well, this guy is just an average coach, maybe below average, that can recruit. He just can't coach. This guy just got Illinois to 20 and 10. With a lot of freshmen, with a ton of guys that were gone. And people were sort of calling for his head early on in the year, especially after Missouri that skyrocketed. Stop going after Coach Underwood until we have back-to-back-to-back seasons of maybe not making tournaments or winning eight games. We, he's, we're 20 and 10. We are 20 and 10 right now, and we're 11 and 8 in the Big Ten, where we were 0 and 3 in the Big Ten at one point. Underwood is figuring out how to get this team going. It takes a good coach to figure that out, and it takes time. You don't figure it out all the time from summer camps, beginning of fall camps. You know, you're, you're, the first couple games you play, you know, they played Eastern Illinois, Kansas City, Monmouth, and then they went on to beat UCLA. Well, we didn't hear anything about Underwood at that point. We lose to Virginia. You don't really hear anything. You beat a Lindenwood. Syracuse, big-time win over program. You lose to Maryland. It starts rumbling, and then you beat Texas, and you lose to Penn State, rumbling again, and then Missouri just takes off. Stop going after Coach Underwood because this is what's going to happen. We beat Michigan now. Nobody's going to say anything about Underwood. Then if we go on to lose to Purdue in the next game, immediately people are going to say, well, Coach Underwood can't beat Purdue. They can't beat these top-seeded teams, blah, 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 blah. Stop going after Underwood. We are in a great position as an Illinois program. We're in a great position for Illinois fans. Stop going after him. Stop talking about X, Y, and Z. Stop saying, oh, we lose faith in Coach Underwood and all this other crap that you guys love to spew out there about him. There's Who are we going to have that's better? Oh, I remember seeing a Twitter post about, well, there's plenty of coaches just like Underwood. Stop going after him. Will he make mistakes in a game? Absolutely. But stop with this negativity as soon as we lose a game. Well, he's got to go. Guys, we're 20 and 10. We are 20 and 10 with an overhaul of a roster. We have new coaches, don't forget. We have new assistant coaches. So we have this overhaul of a roster. We have different coaches on this coaching staff. And we are a very young team. I don't care about this transfer graduate stuff and their age they still have to get used to Underwood they still gotta get used to playing the Big Ten because they were playing in the Big 12 
stop it. They figured it out. If we lose the first round in the NCAA tournament, I would still stand by Coach Underwood. Until we start having like back-to-back-to-back-to-back five-win seasons, eight-win seasons, whatever it is, ten-win seasons, and that's it, then you can start to go, hmm, okay. But he took a team. He's molded it. He's trying to get the culture. It took a little while. He can recruit. He can coach. He can get the best out of those guys. You saw the effort tonight. So can we stop going after Underwood, please? I'm tired of talking about people questioning and what's the faith in Coach Underwood? Is it a four um, out of ten? Maybe you're at a six. You're at a five. I'm at an eight, nine, ten in faith in him. So can we stop it? Just stop going after him, please. Illinois with the big-time win over LaFlop, Hunter Dickinson, who can kiss every Illinois fan's ass for talking about Illinois fans and how we act. Well, look, you and Juwan Howard cannot beat Coach Underwood. You can't beat Illinois at all. At all. ILL, absolutely. Illinois, big-time win. Hunter Dickinson, again, I'm going to repeat, can kiss all of our asses. He can. Kiss it. You can't beat Illinois. Juwan Howard... You might, you're going to be out of the tournament, buddy. Go slap another coach. Talk about you're going to meet him at the blacktop. Coach Underwood is going to meet you at Pizza Hut. And Coach Underwood's going to be your daddy. That's all it is. So Illinois gets this big-time win. Their next one's going to be a big-time one versus Purdue. I hope they could be competitive. It's going to be in a couple of days on March 5th. And hopefully they can go in there with the same type of energy. That's what saved Illinois is, you know, they got down in that, you know, the overtime. Energy and effort and rebounding wins basketball games. Melendez coming in with the big points. Uh, Coleman Hawkins had to spend a lot of energy wasting down on, you know, LaFlip Dickinson um, meeting up at Monocles. Eh, That's hilarious, meeting up at Monocles. People out there don't know what Monocles are. You know, it's pizza joint, Central Illinois, small slices, but it's delicious. But it's not as good as up here in the Chicagoland area, but it's still delicious. Um, got me off topic talking about monocles. Um, but the effort, that's the type of effort Illinois needs every single time. And I think that's where a lot of frustration comes from us Illinois fans is, what type of why can't we get this effort every possibly every single game? That's a good question. You know, why why does it take a rival quote unquote game in Michigan? Where was it versus Ohio State? Did you think that you were gonna roll over Ohio State? I don't know. Um, it was the effort there from Northwestern. People even think if you go back even farther on the schedule that we haven't seen this type of effort. Um since maybe the Rutgers type game, I'm not sure, but I I mean it's the type of effort we saw versus Northwestern to come back. It's the type of effort we're seeing tonight. Um, but yeah, Illinois, big win. Uh it's always good to beat Michigan. It's always good to beat Juwan Howard. Um so yeah, uh make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe button on the YouTube channel, follow and rate it on Apple and iTunes, follow at coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter and at Coach Steve Show on Twitter. Um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Check out all the other episodes out there. Tons of episodes. There's 
goodness, there has to be over 450 episodes of stuff out there between sports and talking to coaches and the Geek Corner stuff and lots of stuff, stuff out there for everybody. Check out playlists um, that it's organized in and check out all that stuff. Um, but thank you guys for watching and or listening. Um, do all that stuff for me. You leave a comment in the comment section down below. Um, thank you guys again, and we will see you guys next time.